Hello and welcome back to the Teas and Seas of Life podcast with Tanya and Claire. Hi. We have a very special guest with us for this episode. <clears throat> but we have, we've talked about this woman a lot. In we fact, do. I think in every episode we've done so far, have we've we? talked about her. Yeah, probably. You are you famous. Are. <laughs> I know. You are. So would you like to introduce yourself? Hello everybody. My name is Sally Annam. And I am one of your besties. You are one of our besties. You are. And how do we know her, Tanya? Tell us the story. (laughs) So, actually, as a group, one of our group did know Sally before I met Sally. But I always take the claim that actually I brought Sally in. Sally was my friend. (laughs) So, I bought a rice cooker off of Sally a long time ago um from facebook from facebook yes it was advertised on facebook i think mine had broken went on facebook saw right there's a rice cooker i'm gonna buy that got to the door and this beautiful lady answered the door (laughs) with a mixed race baby on her like hip and i was like and then another one came running up and i was like oh oh there's more brown people in the village It proper was a real like, oh my God, there's more than one of me. Like, there's was, people that look like was. me. And, so, and yeah. that was quite orchestrated by myself as well. Yes, as you told me afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> What happens? When you, when you messaged me and said, can I buy your rice cooker? I was like, yeah, okay, sure. And then I clicked on your um, on your Facebook. You you know, that's what we, all we all have to stalk people that are coming to our house. Yes. And yeah, I, um, I saw your beautiful pictures and your beautiful mixed race children. I got very, very excited. And... <laughs> My husband didn't quite understand the excitement, but I thought, right, Best calls when, kids. <laughs> when, when Zara comes to my door, I'm going to show her my mixed-race children, and then she'll want to arrange play dates with my mixed-race children and her mixed-race children, and we're all going to be one big happy friendship. And it was. It, it was. I mean, it actually did work, because I think then I got home, and... I, you text me. It's, oh, you text me I? as soon as you came in the door. I've Did met you? a friend. Yeah, she uh, said, uh, I've made a oh friend. Oh, God, Kent's made me oh really beggy. What's going on? I never knew that I never used to be this beggy. Oh, yeah, text me. me out for lunch when you oh, get me. You, it's all right. You did play hard to get because you messaged me about a week later. And you were was like, it? listen, right? I don't, right? you said, I don't usually friend request people. And I was like, it's all good, babe. So I was going to friend request you anyway. But you waited a week as well. I did wait. You made me make the first move. Well, I was just thinking, you know, I don't want to be too eager. I've shown her my kids already. I've introduced my children. I've given her a little touch outside the door, you know. That's a fist pump, not a touch on the arm. No. no My head is going in so many different directions right now. God. No, it was not a touch on my arse, not that quickly. Oh, no. Just a no, and I think it's soon, then I think, I think we'd all gone out and then it turned out that you knew we went someone and, else We in the went room. and hung out in the park and then you introduced me to... Did we? Yeah, yeah, we had well, a park play there. date with the kids. Oh, okay. I was not involved in that mixture no, get together. <laughs> You've got no mixed race children. You can't come. We were you taking over the state class at that point. Oh, God. We're not talking about black club today. We're not ready for that. I'm really not ready for that. No. no. Okay, so then we started hanging out with the kids. And then, yeah, yeah it's just And then you took grown. me to the hub to meet all the rest. Oh, I love And oh. it was for Rachel's celebration of passing her driving test. And I said, hi, Rachel, you're right. And then I sat down and you went, Claire, you said, uh, have you met Rachel? And I was like, yeah, I said hello to her. And I was like, who the heck is this one calling me up? 
So, so I was bossy from the beginning. Yeah. Wow. And it was all good because all. then you became my bestie as well. So. Yeah. Aww. I know. I'm big. It has. It's been a really good friendship and I think that we're all um, very different but it works. being sold for a reason, wasn't it? It was. I'm such a believer in things like that. Everything happens for a reason. People it's get thrown into your life. It's it a law is of the law of attraction. Yeah. And it's why we brought Sally in tonight. Yeah. To do this episode because we're talking about mixed race children and mixed race friendships. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to get a different perspective rather than just mine and Tanya's. Of course I know nothing about this because I don't have mixed race children, so I'm just saying Enter Sally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's nice. It's nice to have common ground, isn't it, on this um subject because it is yes and some backup as well i think yes that it's good yeah good to be able to have that conversation and see you know and sometimes when something happens to you and you sort of go oh yeah well that happened to me but then when someone else then goes yeah that happened to me and to my kids but you go it's not just me it's not and sometimes it can really feel like it is just you can't it and you just think am i being too sensitive yeah and no you're never being too sensitive (laughs) because Nine times out of ten, it happens to all of us. Yes, it, and it does. It's. I had a conversation with someone the other day that was quite sad and just said, I don't know many, especially in Kent, many children that would not have had something being have been said to them yeah. at some point during their childhood, which is a really yeah. sad thing. But I just think that's, I just think that's going to be the norm, unfortunately, until things change. Mm-hmm. But on that note, the so we've talked slightly about. Um, I don't know that we have that much talked about some of the crap that's happened um, to my children, especially to the boys. Mm-hmm. But Sally, what's your sort of view on raising mixed race kids in Kent? Because you're from London, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Well, my eldest well, son was born in London. My, okay. And then we moved, <coughs> we moved down to Kent when he was about six months old. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a very it's a very different experience, isn't it? We have to always be. Um, vigilant and careful which is a little bit sad but Mm. um, not having our guard up too much but yeah it's it's tricky tricky business raising children in Kent definitely did you experience much racism with having a young baby up in London um yes yes I did (laughs) (laughs) yeah in the hospital that I went to when I was pregnant uh that was in North London Mm. um I was really, really poorly, and the lady who was um, on reception, the nurse, she was a black lady, and she saw Phil and I come in. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, feel where this is going. Yeah, the yeah. treatment that I had from this woman, she was basically saying that she wasn't going to. I forgot my red book, but mm. you know the fold, not the yeah. red book, the folder that you have to carry when you're pregnant. Oh, yeah, yeah that bloody thing. Yeah, because I was so <laughs> ill, <clears throat> and. Um, the midwives actually sent me to hospital because they were worried that I was having um, early labour and I was very, very early on. I was sort of like halfway through my pregnancy at the time. So it should have been taken quite seriously. Mm. Um, the lady who saw me just <clears throat> treated me like absolute crap. <laughs> mm. To the point where the doctor, who was walking away at the time, stopped, came back and said, don't listen to her. You're going to be seen tonight. I'm going to look after. When you say wow. treat, you like crap. What was she doing? Oh, she was just belittling me. She wouldn't. Um, she wouldn't look me in the eye at all. She only spoke to my husband. Mm. Um, she. 
was just really patronising. She said, yeah, I can tell it's your first because no ma- no mother who knows what she's doing would ever forget her book when she's going to hospital. Oh, my God. And she was wow. Like, and, and she Get said... Get a pregnant slap there, mate. She said, if you haven't got your book, um, I'm not going to see you tonight. I'm not going to treat you. And I was like, so you're going to let me just sit here in the corridor? Wow. While I'm this ill. And Phil said, don't worry, I'll just pop back to the house and get it. He said, but are you going to look after my wife while I'm gone? Because... He didn't trust her to. That's yeah. how horrible. And she, she was a been. black woman. Yes. Yeah. So I think she <coughs> mixed race relationship a with our relationship. So it's an yeah. issue. It can be. Yeah. It's still a thing of the you should stick with your own. Yes. And, the, and all these white women are saving all these good black men. Absolutely. The, oh, and wow. some people get their backs up a lot about mm-hmm. it, and it's and to a point ridiculous. I can understand if you dig really deep into that, but I think it's you know. It's just a ridiculous thing to treat somebody else like that on that basis, and mm-hmm. yeah. especially when you're when you're bloody there pregnant to care for someone. Yeah, you're pregnant. She's there, regardless of her personal views. If she doesn't think mm-hmm. that mixing relationships is right, that's your business. Stupid, exactly. but that's your business. Exactly. But she was vile, don't then take that on someone that's yeah when they're pregnant I as know. well. It ain't like you're working in a it's bloody a library life. and you're scared. I want a book. No, I ain't giving you a book because you're with a black man. <laughs> Keep your fucking book. I know that's one thing, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm having a baby. I know. Seriously, I know. And we were actually supposed to go to that hospital to um, have our baby born, and thank goodness we didn't. We ended up. They directed us to a different hospital. Right, name and shame. What hospital was it? I can't. Do you know what? (laughs) (laughs) What was that, Sally? (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, do you know what? That was a genuine cough. contemplated writing um, to get them closed down afterwards the, the, oh, wow. oh, even, even the, the after hospital. treatment yeah yeah not that not that one isolated incident because yeah. that was the only time that I really felt sort of segregated from my relationship but it, uh, like the aftercare from mm. having Ezra was just I, I can remember I had five appointments for the midwife to come up you know when they come around and check on you after the baby's yeah. born in the house at home yeah yeah five yeah. appointments and five appointments they didn't turn up. Wow. Oh, yeah. And I was chasing them. And there was another time. Um, this was just before I went to hospital. So when I was ill, before mm. I went to hospital, I phoned the midwife because there was a big midwife unit. Mm. And she said, uh, if you're this ill to call me, then why aren't you going to the doctors? Mm. And I was like, um, because the doctors are closed. Mm. They don't sound like they should be caring for they people. They really shouldn't be. But there were, there were a couple of lovely ladies, lovely midwives yeah. in the unit, but as a whole no so then once you've had so I suppose you said so Ez was six months old when you moved to Kent yes and then followed on two more lovely bouncing boys yes the um <laughs> all the complete spit of each other they are. Yeah, they are yeah they could all be it's like little Russian dolls is it one they really are <laughs> but how has their experience been then living in Kent because how old's your oldest he is nine now. Right, okay. So all still in primary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They I mean, we've sort of um tried to put a positive spin on everything. You know, we don't want to sort of talk too negatively about experiences, but you know, there are things that have been said to both Ezra and Emerson in school like Emerson had. Um the mick taken out of him for having really curly hair and his hair is just so beautiful his hair is oh, it's amazing so i remember actually you telling so me about his hair not long after i had the big chop and chop mine off 
and going round and going, look, we've got the same hair and I look cool. Mm-hmm. So you look cool if I look cool. And he was no. like, okay. No. But and that, for me, I felt like I had to do that to sort of, because there's not as many brown faces, I suppose, to sort of reinforce. Yeah. Actually, no, yeah. your hair's cool. The, I know. Don't but, worry what them idiots say. Yeah. Don't go and say rude words to them like I would. But, <laughs> but it's really sad for a five-year-old, isn't it, to come home and say, I hate my hair because everyone's taking the mickey oh, out of it. And you're like, yeah. you don't, you don't hate your hair. Your hair is absolutely beautiful. They're taking the mickey out of it because they're jealous. Yeah. Um, and then, yes, my eldest, he, um, he's had things said to him as well. But things, like, not directly... Um, so it's not like too extreme to the point where he's going right. to come home crying saying someone's been racist to me They've, he's just like saying in conversation oh I got I got called um, chocolate drop today and you're like what? Yeah, yeah kids should never have to hear that no, should they? it's just no and kids don't just make that stuff up no it's, it no. comes from somewhere no, yeah and, and we do always say oh I, I blame the parents but also I think it only takes one set of parents you know to then mm. filter that down to their children and then their children filter it around the classroom do you know what i mean yeah so it's not necessarily yeah. the person who's saying it it's yeah not necessarily their parents it's because they've heard it from someone yeah and that someone has found it funny that's a really interesting point actually because mm. we do automatically go to blame the parents yeah. don't we and, it's, and sometimes it really i know in some of the instances that have happened with the boys that you can generally tell like when you meet the parents or when you know the parents, I can go, yeah, that's where that's come from. But sometimes it isn't the parents. And I've had no. parents that have come to me after, so their child has said something that is racist and be like, I am so horrified mm-hmm. that they've said this. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they've got it from. And you can tell it's not no. language that yeah. they've heard. But the problem is that this language and this sort of this racism and this prejudice is so ingrained in some now that they can pick it up from so many different places yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to just be the parents like, I guess it could be another friend when you're mm-hmm. talking teenagers as well you're not just limiting their exposure mm-hmm. to what you give I mean. them and what, what you let them watch on telly it's what they hear from their friends mm-hmm. like, you get that with young children as well but they generally come home and tell you things that are out yeah. of the ordinary but with teenagers there's no limit really to what you can no and some of the monitor shit they come out with yeah. as well because it's stuff know. that they've watched or the, the boys watch um, YouTubers called The Side Men, and mm-hmm. one of the main ones, KSI, he's very, very famous now, he's done really well for himself. Well done, KSI. But he does like these question and answer things, and just says, like, send me in a question, and people will do voice notes and send him in a question. And the amount of abuse, and they put it in what I don't even understand, but it's just like, so you know that you're an N word, but, and he's like, okay, thank you, and just moves on. And it's stuff like that, and you just think, Wow. Why? Mm. Why would you, what in your head thinks that's sensible? And at one point I remember saying to the boys, he needs to address this because he does it, he just sort of pushes it along or laughs because it is stupid. Mm. But I felt that actually you need to show these people, you need to say how much this could hurt. Yeah, he's missing the opportunity there, isn't he? But then after the George Floyd stuff, him and his brother both posted videos. And I think his brother done one. Um, It might not have been his brother. I've just said his brother. Callum's going to shout at me. I always say it's his brother. And now I don't (laughs) think it is. I don't know. He's got a brother, but it might not be the brother that did it. But he has got um, someone posted a video and he was in tears just saying how much these things affect them Mm -hmm. and that they have to sort of get on with it. And you just think, why is that? 
the why is that fair and then and that's as black boys and then I'm talking to my kids then about this and going but you're mixed race so does that then affect them differently because Mm -hmm. actually when someone's going up to my boys and calling them the n-word actually not that I am an n-word but it's like okay I'm black you get your thinking you're an idiot but they're mixed race so they've got white in them but people miss that Mm -hmm. it's just like the Jim Crow laws back in the day, any drop of black yeah. and you're black now. And if you ask Charlie especially how he identifies, he will always generally say black yeah. because that's how people have treated him. Yeah. I never actually thought about that until a couple of weeks ago we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, rightly so, your children, and as your children are, Sally, both equally half white, half black. So why mm-hmm. is it because their skin is not mm-hmm. pure white that they have to identify as black. Why could they not just identify as being black, as being white? Hmm? Well, they don't have to identify as being black. This is what society has all pushed on them, isn't it? Oh. And it's yeah, very wrong because obviously, as a family, I'm always talking to them about um, their mixed heritage, and I think it's really important that they do familiarise themselves with both yeah. parts of their background and embrace both parts as well, because that's otherwise that's when they become lost. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you feel like you have to lean more on their black heritage so that no, I, no. I celebrate both of them? Okay, that's good. And I think they have um, a lot of um, interaction with both parts of their family, which is really important as well. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very important. And mm. I think, especially when you're living in Kent, but I know when I go and see like my mum and my dad and the millions of cousins and nephews and nieces, yeah. my kids absolutely love it and. That it does always make me laugh that um, like Callum's voice changes. I can't even take him seriously, <laughs> and I always say it to him, mate. It makes me laugh, but Aww. it is. It's just he suddenly gets this London swag and the bit like oh, bit of a rude, but I can't. Oh, and I've got, do it. He'll, he's gonna shout at I me. Don't care. I, he's not gonna <laughs> listen to this one anyway. He does listen to them. Does he? He yeah, says he very loyal. Callum and loves me. He's a, good, he's a good boy. Charlie, do you listen? <laughs> yeah. Hey Charlie, <laughs> middle child. No, I do love you. Um, love but me. yeah, it is. But he's back in that. It's that. It's not just, I suppose, the black thing. It's a bit of that London thing as yeah. well, and that bit of a cool when you're like, yeah, and you're like, what? <laughs> he, prob- he probably <laughs> feels like a little bit more relaxed there, and, and like thinking, yeah, I can actually be a bit more myself. Yeah, now. Charlie definitely as well. We've always said that mm. Charlie. We could have left him in Croydon easily he is a Croydon boy through and through yeah. Kent was not ready for Charlie it's a bit obviously. cooler to be from London or Croydon isn't yeah. it it's, yeah from Staplehurst from Kent <laughs> fucking rocks down here from Kent so that's not even cool. a word that kids use yeah. Yeah. it's not um no it's but then I remember that when I moved we moved because we were moving to a nice middle class yeah. area to give mm. our kids a better life but, and in a lot of ways we have and they've like they're able to go out a lot more than I would have done if we were still in Croydon. Yeah. Like they weren't walking the streets in Croydon. Love Croydon, but now that ain't happening. No. But you but, did it there as well. You change your voice sometimes when you talk about London. It is, and, and it Croydon. is. It's a, it is a London thing, and I do. I know when I get back, I get even more London, and probably slip in. I never do the yee yee because I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> did your sister tell her that? No, God no. Sorry, Stacey. Stacey talks like she's from Essex. Oh, does she? Yeah, I've, I'm South East London. <laughs> Stacey's from Essex. Like, she's, yeah, she's got her like, white stilettos and everything. It's, it's not. And it's so weird because she always like, no, I don't. You do. <laughs> she really does. But, but oh, when she was younger, she used to be a lot more, what I would say, ghetto, which mm-hmm. used to make me laugh. 
the, mm-hmm. and I used to say that where I was a bit more sort of like South London market than actually like South London gangster. I said, what's that word mean? She'd go like, what, like peak? Yeah, what's it mean? I mean like, and she'd introduce me to new words. And I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, I'm just going to go back down my market store. Yeah, see you in a minute. <laughs> no, no. It's, um, yeah, it is a different world. And it's, it makes me sad sometimes that I've taken my kids away from mm-hmm. that because it's such a big part of them. No, you're shaking your head at me. Yeah, so you no, I don't think not. you need to feel bad about that because you don't know what would have happened. It, it, no. we, we've just said earlier on in, in in this that everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And also you're not taking them away from it. You're giving them yeah. both that world and this world and you're mixing the two. And I think that's a really good thing as well. Yeah. yeah. And I do. I do. For the most part, I'm cool with it. And I, But I do remember maybe six months or a year ago that Charlie... Um, and he just said, and it was very honest and very just, not having a go, but just that we ruined his life by definitely making him out of Croydon. Oh, and I was like, huh, huh. And I can yeah. see exactly, I couldn't have a go yeah. at him. I couldn't say anything because I get for him, yeah, he's had more than yes. anyone. And it's a constant. And so for him, it's like, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, you probably, I see why. But it, he, he but won't think that as he gets older. I think he's already, he's settling in his school a lot better. He's got his little group of mates that... Which, and it always, I can't remember if we've talked about this before because we have conversations off tape as well, mm-hmm. but about gravitating to your own. Mm-hmm. The, and a lot of times in schools, you do get the black crew, the Asian crew, the white mm-hmm. crew. Always, the, And it does, and it is just about being comfortable mm-hmm. around people that look like you. Mm-hmm. Because do you know what? I bet all of his little brown crew at some point have been called something stupid. Yeah. So for so them, it's like, you know what, what? You're not going to say it when we're all together, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Good, they don't. There is safety in numbers. There is. Mm. And the, that's, what the, that's what they are really missing out on. Yeah. Which is another reason why I got so excited when I first met you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the safety in numbers. It's nice. That, so how, I suppose, it's something that I think about, because even before I lived in Kent, in a lot of my, I had, what I would probably say my, black friend group and like still like my longest I always call her my oldest friend Melissa black girl that lived on my road and I've known her since I was six the and then so there was a few more of us that were black in that crew and then the boys we went out with often were black a few white boys but then I had like the girls who mixed race more white side Mm -hmm. that and I remember often people going, oh, you're like the black sheep in that crew because I was the only actual black girl. Mm-hmm. And it often did feel a bit like, oh, okay, so up, the weird. But it wasn't It wasn't a conscious decision by them. It was just how it worked out that my mm. best friends ended up being, like, two of my best mates in London are mixed race. Yeah. And that's fine. It's cool. But, yeah, it did. But it's fucked up that you would be seen as the black sheep out of a group of friends just yes. hanging out. Yeah. I remember you once saying to me about you feeling like sometimes being the minority in our yeah. group and maybe not being able to speak up at certain times. Yeah. Is yeah. that something you felt like in your life but at other times? I suppose the only other time would have been when I was younger, but because it um it was, I was the only black girl. I think that's another conversation, a big conversation for another day is that whole um not feeling fully like you fit in. Yeah. But that's on a proper deeper level. There's so much shit around that that I could talk about Mm -hmm. but in regards to with just friendships and especially since I've moved that it's often in groups I am the only black girl Mm -hmm. that it's or the only girl of Mm colour at all that 
So sometimes conversations might go down a track, then you're like, actually, no, I think that's a bit uncomfortable. But you don't want to say it necessarily because mm. you're like, then I'm calling attention to it. And then I don't want anyone going, oh, well, she's calling attention to it. And actually, oh, no, but I feel really bad. And you know, mm-hmm. or I tend to know, whenever anyone does say something, it's not meant in a bad way. Mm. Like the intent is not vicious. It's not at all like that. But, but just sometimes people say things that you go, as the black person in an all-white group, mm-hmm. you sort of go, oh, that's not comfortable. <clears throat> mm-hmm. but, I think, I think sometimes I do get a little bit irritated with the whole um, ignorance is bliss thing, though, because yeah. although the intent might not be there, they are adults that you're yeah. talking to, so they should be more aware of all the things that they're saying and who they're saying it to as well. Mm-hmm. Not even who they're saying it to, because they shouldn't say it to anybody, but... But if you were to see, say, for example, I said something that offended you, hmm. and um, would I want you to call me out on it with my other friends, or would I want you to pull me aside and say something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be it would be difficult for everybody, like, if you were I think to say something was, there and I think if it was, like, yeah, I get what you're saying. If it was a big group, it yeah. would depend who's around. And yeah. If it was a big group, then obviously you would sort of wait until the end because you yeah. don't want to put the spotlight on someone. I think it depends as well how you call it out. I think that I've been in circumstances where you just go, no, no, and it, you could make light of it, mm-hmm. but, but it depends what's said. Like, And sometimes See, things no sometimes go over my head, like li- truly do, especially yeah. when I've had a drink. I don't really, I don't focus. And then I might go home and go, oh, do you know what? Actually, it just doesn't sit well with me. It's not a big yeah. thing, but it doesn't sit yeah. well with me. And I can't do the work that I want to do and not call out things amongst people that I know mm-hmm. because that would be wrong. But you start with yourself and I'm telling everyone else to go and challenge racism and then if something's said around me, I don't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Bollocks. So, and it is, it's difficult and it does always make me feel uncomfortable. It always will. Because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like, I'm now, I'm drawing attention to that fact again, that I am the minority and I'm saying this mm-hmm. because of that fact. Mm-hmm. That, so it's like, ah, And but, are you going to be seen as being too sensitive? Yep. Are yeah. you putting the race card? <laughs> 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 Just FYI for anybody oh, who the race card. Well, I tell you what, once, oh. years and years and years ago, when I first came back from Australia and I was working in Inverness and I picked up some cool words cool words oh, ears, air quotes using my fingers again guys <laughs> oh my days and um oh god i thought they were really hip and trendy right i thought it was fucking mm. cool yeah man cool bananas <laughs> and it was things that people said around me in in my group in australia yeah right so yeah. i was working in this cafe and this girl became my friend later but she wasn't my friend at the time right. mm. she's a mixed race girl she came into the, the, the cafe to order her lunch. She's like, yeah, man. And then she ordered her lunch. And I was like, yeah, no worries. Cool bananas. And it was just what I said. Mm-hmm. And about a month, once our friendship developed, like we got to know her, we went yeah. out together. And I think we were pissed one night. And she says to me, when I first met you, I thought you were like one of the most racist people I'd ever met. Oh, wow. Like, oh, my gosh. What? Why? Wow. What did I do? She says, well, you know that... that that you said to me like yama and cool bananas like i was from jamaica i was like oh my god that is not what i meant at all i was mortified absolutely so i believe you because i was just being funny yeah (laughs) Yeah, i was just being cool i said it to everybody not just her and it really it broke my heart but 
I'm really glad that she said、mm. something to me because I learned from that point to be、mm. more aware of the things、yeah. that I say just off the cuff. Like, where does、yeah. it come from? Yaman.、Yeah, and I said it in Yaman.、Yeah, like, <laughs> <don't laughs> I said it in Yaman. I said it in Yaman. Oh, I wish you said that to me、so. when I met you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't mean that. I do, because it would have actually made me cry. Yaman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. It no, does. It makes me cringe、no. now. But she did. She. And she didn't、yeah. pull me up on it in a really confrontational、yeah. way. She just said it in a really, I don't know if she actually said I was the like, most racist person she'd ever met, but she did. She, she made me think about the words, my choice of words, and it, it did. It, it made,、yeah. I, I've never said it again. No, Until now. <laughs> and I'm reliving the nightmare now. Oh, God. That poor girl, though. I, I, think I maybe must have said it to her a few times before that because I came off the plane saying it just to everybody. <laughs> But this is the thing. We do have to、Jamaica. think about what we say because it does impact on other people. And it's sometimes you might say something, and like I said, that's completely innocent.、Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have probably taken that in any way. But then for some people, it will. So you have to just recognize、yeah. that I may slip up. And if someone does call me out on it, then I'm not then to attack. Yeah. That is probably my biggest bugbear. And defend.、Yeah. Don't. Don't.、Mm-hmm. Don't. No, because no. You're, not, you're, you're not coming from a bad place with it. No. You're, you're actually just pulling them up so that you can educate them. Yeah. It would be... if, if I come at you with aggression, then fair play. Yeah. Like,、exactly. I get that. If I'm coming in your face, I'm going, right. But if I'm not, if I'm just saying, actually, do you know what? That was offensive and. I'd rather you didn't, then you need to learn from what I'm saying yeah, because、really、I am the one that is feeling hurt and I'm, being, I'm feeling hurt for a reason.、Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm just putting shit out of thin air, yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah. going, this is something that actually does impact my life、yeah. because my race impacts my life. So you should learn from that, not defend yourself.、Mm-hmm. Just, I'm sorry, we move no, on. No, because defending yourself actually. Makes it seem like they're justifying what they actually did、yeah. or what they yeah. said. Yeah, and even if they don't feel, even if they're, if you feel that you're wrong, but then you justify, it just, it always, it erases, it's always going to, yeah. It erases the apology. It does, and that's with anything, any、yeah. apology in the world. Just say sorry. I know, don't say、um, sorry, but. Yeah, or, or, yeah I know. Yeah, yeah, fucking but. Jesus. It, does, it is annoying. It is very annoying. It's, but, it's disrespectful. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> You do it a lot. I really do. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm editing, I'm like, oh, and I'm editing. I'm like, oh, and I'm another、butt. one. I'm, I'm going to start、butt. counting them out. No, don't count my butts. I'm like, toilet humour from Tanya again. It is difficult that manoeuvring the world of race、mm. is difficult.、Yeah. And this is why we talk about it. Yeah. And we have to talk about it and know do you know what?、Mm. Sometimes we're going to get it wrong. Sometimes we're going to get called out. But. I can still get called out for stuff. I'm not bloody God. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been accused of being racist to somebody? Like, no. Have you, Sally? No. no. Hold on. No. no you are a black、now. woman and a white woman's skin, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you emoji a black woman's thumb. Like, that's. Just... <laughs> We don't need to tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what it is with that with you, Sally? And it is. I remember when I first, not long after I first met you, and I think I was talking to Stacey and saying, like, what you were like. And I was like, I swear, Dan, she is like a black woman in a white woman's world. She, she is just, she embodies. Big, and it was, you know, and some people could take that as a slight. Like,、yeah. I know it used to be a big thing like, with some of my friends.、Um, we love you, and it wasn't mean.、Um, but probably wasn't the time. But it was more that you are 
there were points where Sally was more passionate than me mm. about the racism that was happening to yeah, my definitely, children. Yeah, definitely. Then it was like she had taken on the trauma and the pain of a black person yeah. and like summed up what an ally fully yeah. encompassed. It was like I could, I would sit back and go, right, Sally, off you go. Yeah. You yeah, offered up Phil on a plate a couple of times to go <laughs> yeah. to school, didn't you? Here yeah. he is, the <laughs> biggest <laughs> black man I know. Take him to school. <laughs> I did. I, 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 that stands forever if your children ever need that extra support. But no, I... <laughs> I, a lot of times I have been um, accused of acting like a black girl or but see, I think want to be black. I think that's different. I think that's where the different comes. It is that, it's that not, for me when I was saying it, it's more that you're taking on that. Oh, no, that, yeah, that, exactly. That, that, the compliment. That, the compliment. Yeah. Not that you're, I would never say that you're acting black because I don't think, for one, that statement bugs me because yeah, you're not. Definitely. I know what is acting black. But it was, it's, but I know that we've had that conversation before of where people have said that. Yeah, we have a lot of people you. make that judgment call of me, but it's not that <clears throat> I think I'm black or I act like I'm black. It's I, I take this racism <clears throat> down into my soul yeah. and I, I I want to fight it with every ounce of my being. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> when something happens to somebody, obviously, that within my vicinity, I can help then i do i try to help in any way yeah. i can if yeah. that's offering up my husband i've so got be. a question for you so <laughs> you're from kent originally aren't you before you moved am, up to yeah. london so yes. what well, was actually she... technically if you really want to get technical which i do because i like to <laughs> okay i was born in chiswick <laughs> and then i moved down to kent and grew up in kent okay. and then i moved back to london and sort of moved around london a lot and then when i had my children okay. i moved down here so yeah. did you establish your friendships in kent yeah yeah most of them so growing up was did you have any non-white friends yeah loads i was always oh, you like, did sort so of... is racism being something that's been part of your life all your where, life oh, where did you find these non-black people in kent where are they can i be friends with them they were few and far between i think they probably, probably got re- re- uh, sick of the racism there and moved away but um no i don't know i just sort of i never i, I spoke to you about this before and um it's when people say, um, there's two sides to this as well that I want to also discuss, but this might not be the day for it, because it's quite deep. <laughs> right, um, okay. When people say you shouldn't, you should see colour, I can understand mm. why people say yeah. that they don't see colour, because mm. when I was growing up, I was obviously surrounded by different um, people of different uh, races, and it never even, it was never even on my radar that they were any different to me. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it wasn't something like I was like, oh no, you're all right because, you know, you're one of us. I wasn't mm-hmm. like, it was just, yeah. they were my friends and I loved them. And I can remember um, hearing a guy in my class talking about one of his friends who was Indian. He said, yeah, but he's, he's all right, but he always smells of curry. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even register that as a racist comment because mm-hmm. I didn't see this other guy as any different to us at all. Mm-hmm. Um all I thought was, why are you being a jackass about your mate? Why are you saying that about yeah. one of your friends? And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, th- things like that uh, were often sort of brought to my attention. But when I was younger, it wasn't a thing with me. So I do, I see both sides of that um, conversation and I can understand. Mm. I can understand it. I know exactly why you're going, mm, because I am on that same wavelength with you. I am on that same yeah. wavelength with you. And it is very, very important that we do put that message across. But I think 
the, the foundations of where it starts yeah. are from a very innocent place. And I think mm. we need to also remember that. But do you know what I think the difference is when you can sort of say, I guess, I don't see colour, is when, say, like, growing up in South East London, every, there was so many different people that you don't, you're not necessarily going around, I suppose, picking out the different mm-hmm. races because no. there's so many that you yeah. wouldn't even know just, where to yeah. start. Yeah, you don't need to see Black no. Tanya because it's just, yeah. well, there's a be any. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Which one? And did you mean Zara? I don't know. But, um, <laughs> so, but when you're, I think it's when you're ra- raising kids in areas yeah, where exactly. there's not no, so much I totally get that. that then mm. I think that's when mm. you have to make sure that kids are aware that actually no that is something that is different about you mm. but just because you're different does that cause a problem so it's then but I do no I, I totally get and I do understand. get when people say I don't see color and I, I've got to stop cringing when people no, say I it because it. Like, it makes me cringe as well and I, it's so important to get that message out that they they can see color and it is you know you should see color and we should yeah. We should definitely educate on that level. But I think, I just don't want people who have always said, oh, I don't see colour. As in like a real innocent thing. I don't mm. want them to feel like they're under attack now. I want them to feel like, okay, so we can actually move forward with this mm. and actually come together as a group and discuss yeah. it and, and grow from it. But again, you know that's I mean? that whole learning thing. It's that... It's education. Yeah, it is just that education yeah. of going, mm-hmm. not saying you're wrong for saying that. No. But you are. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> not, but it's now I'm telling you that actually maybe there's more to it. So yeah. let's think about that. It's like moving since moving to Kent, coloured. I've not heard coloured when I live in London. I hadn't heard coloured really? living in London. It's not. No, it's an old. It's, it's not. Really old yeah, school, it's it? not something I I had come across. Besides, like in films, and you sort of go, oh, all those old films and coloured. <laughs> and then I'm making that rainbow woman. Seriously? Oh, no, it makes yeah. me but since I've really moved to Kent, so often that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no. No, it's not coloured. And it is, and for me, it's that simple. It's just going, no. But is that across the board, though? Like, if you go, for example, I mean, I can't speak for where I'm from because I've not been from there for a long time. So I don't know what what is comfortable for people who are not white, how Mm -hmm. they refer to themselves as. Like, do they refer to as being a coloured community or do they refer to as being a black community? I don't, is it? I think it's, it still is another one of those that could, for me, I am a black woman. It is a black community. That's mm-hmm. it for me. There are all these other terms now. There's BAME, people of colour, that I'm not a fan of them. I get why they're used, because it's grouping. What's BAME? BAME, black and minority ethnic. So it's just basically so non-white. Again, people of, of colour broadens this. But people of colour, then why not say coloured? Again, it's again, it's yeah. sort of like, well, why? For me, identify someone as who they are. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm a black lady woman i'm not really a lady um, <laughs> you can be when you're at work <laughs> even then i'm thinking no, it's awful i've got to stop but that you're a white woman that and when i did one of the pilots and they were only young but the kids really did not know how to just identify my race yeah. it was just Aww. like and i was like what but would you not just yeah. have that and they were like that's racist and i'm like no. no, no, it's not. It's just okay. They're so, so confused. I've had people say that to me before. Can, can I use the word black? Is that racist? It's like, do you know what? Even the just whisper. fucking asking yeah, me that. Even asking me that and saying, can I use black? Or is that going to cause events? Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's that, going to bug me. But that's that, going to irritate that me. That in itself makes for somebody who doesn't know yeah. or are not exposed to people who are not the same as them yeah. in appearance. 
makes them scared to ask or make them scared that's to say I'm anything saying. and so that's why like, that's, that's why I was you know saying obviously we want to sort of bring the circle together instead and it, of pushing it, them out but it is scary to ask but also we are living in the 21st century yeah if you are that confused fucking google it exactly it's really You've not that difficult and then if literally. you then are still unsure then yeah but I would much rather I'm happy with people come and ask me stuff it really but that's the kind of job that I'm doing so it doesn't yeah. bother me but I'm not also the spokesperson for every black person. Yeah. So, but you have the internet at your disposal. Mm. Right. This might, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, go on. Um, there, this might be a really ignorant question and I don't know. And I'm actually afraid to <laughs> ask. Sally's <laughs> sitting on my left. And I love that you're more scared of Sally. I've, given her, I've given her so much grief since she arrived before we did this She's podcast. Don't sit on. too close to the microphone. Sit back, move closer, speak up. <laughs> it's the pressure away. has been on, believe me. But, if we're identifying people as how how they look in terms mm-hmm. of the colour of their skin, what about somebody who comes from South India? They're really quite dark skinned. Mm-hmm. And for somebody who doesn't know the difference between somebody who's from India, somebody who's from Africa, somebody who's from Jamaica. I mean, we're all from Africa originally. Yes, we are. If you read Sapiens, it's, yes, we it are. explains it all yeah. there. Yeah. So <laughs> how... How does somebody then know the difference? Because somebody from India doesn't want to be called Sri Lankan. And no. equally, Sri Lankans don't want to be called Indian. It's a conversation I had with my um, chiropractor. No, I had this conversation <laughs> with my chiropractor. Because I was like, um, no other... It is black and white. Mm-hmm. And then identify everyone else by their generally their nationality or their mm-hmm. culture. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That, and so I was sort of saying, why, why is that? Because to me, that's weird. That... Mm-hmm. Why am I? I would always identify as Black British, generally, or Black British Caribbean would be my full title. Yeah, but like you said, someone maybe from different parts of Asia would be from that different part of Asia. Mm. So why is that okay? And to be honest, I don't know. Yeah, I know. But, I know. But I do think that I would. It's difficult because I would probably say, "So where exactly?" or not where are you from because then yeah, that makes me cringe yeah exactly there you go it's, it's such an awkward thing I suppose to, it's, you don't want to get it wrong because you don't want to be stupid but do you know what I suppose no thinking about it it's what is the context of you asking the question I suppose that would be it's the exactly main what thing I was about to say. is why do why you need to know why exactly. does it matter yeah. if it is for something where you actually need to know <clears> then <throat> they'll understand why you're asking that right if you're going up to someone and if someone comes up to me in the street and goes where are you from um, oh, first oh my god, Cut that out. Shit. Oh, god. <laughs> yeah. She lives at them. If someone comes up to me <laughs> if someone comes up to me and asks me where I'm from, I well generally I go London still, even though I've lived in Kent for seven years, I just my brain goes, I'm yeah. from London. The, but no, but where are you actually from? Um South East London. Yeah. yeah. The, no, it's but insult- where are you I actually from? think it's insulting the, to ask that. Why you are, why unless do you, you need to know. Yeah. It's a need-to-know basis. It is a need-to-know basis. It's curiosity, though. Yeah, but, but just why? let them tell you. If they want to talk to you about yeah. their heritage and all that sort of thing, they will. But like, you're from Scotland. I know that from your accent, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously. But... I don't think anyway. That what context is there, then, that I need to know more immediately, I suppose, that which part of England... I suppose it would say, if I met Sally... Why do I need to know exactly where she's from in the UK? You're white. That's a really interesting point, actually. So it's, yeah, and I suppose it is thinking of, yeah, what is the context that you're asking it from? But even then, it's, 
Where did your you... parents? Where did your grandparents? Uh, oh, so they're the UK. <laughs> what were your great, 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 great grandparents? What about them? But the thing is, in curiosity, there are sometimes like Bella has so like Bella's at grammar school, and it's so diverse. It's amazing. It's like when she showed me her form picture, I honestly nearly fell over because I was like, Aww. what the fuck? There's loads of black people in this picture. Oh, I really don't right. understand. That makes me so happy. It was so. It was just really nice and she's got a little mixed group friends and it's like oh that's so cute yes i did say so where so this one what's her name tell me Mm. about her where's she from like what she did like it was i was quizzing her Mm -hmm. and it was because i genuinely was like they're black people Mm -hmm. i want to know are they my black people Mm -hmm. (laughs) are they caribbeans are they africans where are we from come on bring me in black people then (laughs) caribbean technically but i love you all (laughs) i embrace all kinds of all shades Technically, <laughs> technically, my cultural heritage is Caribbean, but we are all from Africa. So, peace. Um, <laughs> black power. Um, but it is, um, yeah, but it is definitely, it's definitely conversations that, and I get that conversation is a really awkward conversation, but it's yeah. with anything, why are you asking it? Yeah. And I think anything to do with race, if you're thinking that before you say it, why am I asking this to that person? I know, why is it something and of interest? Is that going to cause offence to that person? Can I go and read a book instead? Okay. Do I need to know the answer to this like from that person? Or it's just thinking a bit more. Taking that time, I suppose, that to should think be interesting. So, Because it does pop into my head. Mm-hmm. Because if you look different to me, why do you look different to me? Yeah. Where are you from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, I don't know where that comes from. But there's nothing, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think you just have to What's be... What's the basis of the reason? Yeah. That, yeah. And ask the question yeah, out loud. Yeah. And especially just... when you're thinking of how often that person may have been othered. Yeah. Of how often that person has then been said, you're not from here. Yeah. So or you where take are you that from? other box on yeah. that bloody circle. And that then... Oh my God. That then becomes... I that then becomes quite hurtful for a person yeah. to then go, right, okay, well, I know you're not the same as me. Mm-hmm. So you're not from where I'm from. Well, actually, no, I am. Okay. But I'm probably more... From here, oh my days! I can remember one time, um, my mum was in the high street, and I'd seen this uh, neighbour of hers about um, a couple of days before, and she came up to my mum. <laughs> I've never seen this. Oh, one I can't since. wait to hear this. It's very, very lucky that I haven't. <laughs> she came up to my mum and she said, um, "Was I right? Did I see your daughter with a foreign baby?" <laughs> <laughs> episode which will hopefully have inspired some questions and we welcome questions from all <laughs> right all not just my people <laughs> not just her blacks yeah <laughs> i welcome questions as well and i don't always bite <laughs> mm. but no and we are we are thinking of our next episode to do like a q and a so because i know that people have got questions and i know that like there there may be times when you're worried about asking that question, but now is the time. You can send us an audio note with your question, and then we can play you live on our podcast. Not live, because it's not live. <laughs> <laughs> we can still play it. So I will yeah. have to practice, though, because I don't quite know how to do it on this software yet, but I'll yeah. figure it out. Claire is or, technical god. Or we could, or you could send us an email, because I sent up an email today. Teased and seized podcast at gmail.com. 
very and is that a n d or symbol? yes it yes, is t s a n d c s podcast and yeah. the s stands for sally two little ones make a whole big yeah, definitely send in your questions. We're going to be hounding you on social media yeah, through the week to make sure that you get those questions in because otherwise we haven't got anything to talk about. Uh, well, then. I might just put some <laughs> London voice on, like, me, mate, ye, ye. Please don't. She's not going to do that. <laughs> no. That's as bad as my I okay, She's going to edit that out. <laughs> but I do think I would love it if somebody sent a little voice note in saying, hi, it's, um, what did I say, Natasha? Mm-hmm. I've got a question for Tanya. <laughs> I've got a question. Ask me a question. Oh, Ask It doesn't have just to be race related. It could be about bringing balance, returning to love, and and even when it is race related, that you still can answer those questions because oh, you. Come I don't at- know if I'm quite qualified yet. <laughs> no, but you do. You come at things with your perspective, and that's why yeah. I like to hear other perspectives. So it may be that you might be better versed on. How are you friends with such a beautiful black woman? <laughs> I can't answer the question. <laughs> Two beautiful black women. <laughs> we might have some complaints after this. Fine, <laughs> what we do. But anyway, merry merry. Um, and yeah, have a good week, and we'll catch you next week on TNC Podcast with Kenya, Claire, and Sally, and everyone else. Love you. Love you.